The Productive Woman, Episode 227. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you for joining me. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to renew your motivation when it starts to fade. You'll find more information and links to some of the references and resources I mentioned all in the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 227. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks and Warby Parker. To start your free 30-day trial of FreshBooks cloud accounting service, go to freshbooks.com slash woman and get started today finding out how FreshBooks can help you manage your business finances. I'll talk a little more about them later, but I right now I want to welcome a new sponsor, Warby Parker. Now I have worn prescription glasses since I was in fifth grade. So I know buying glasses can be expensive, annoying, and a little overwhelming. Well, Warby Parker has the answer. By cutting out the middlemen and selling directly to customers online and in their stores, Warby Parker is able to provide high quality, great looking eyewear at a fraction of the usual price. Their prescription glasses start at $95. This includes frames, lenses, and coatings. The people behind Warby Parker feel that glasses shouldn't cost more than your phone. Now you might be thinking, how can you possibly buy eyeglasses online? Well, with Warby Parker's completely free home try-on program, you can. You can order five pairs of glasses online and have them shipped directly to your home or office. And then you have five days to try them on, show them to friends and family for an honest opinion about what looks best and decide whether you want to order. Ordering my home try-on was so easy and it was kind of fun scrolling through the different options. Honestly, the hardest part was limiting it to five frames because they have a lot of really nice looking frames. Uh, But I, I chose my five and then within just a few days, the box showed up in my mailbox and I was able to try them on in my home, you know, look at myself in different light, get my husband's opinion and decide which ones work for me. Out of the five, there's three of them that I really like. Two of them, once I put them on, I thought, nah, that's that's not, that doesn't work for me. But there were there are three of them that I really like. And so I'm trying to decide which one to order. I'm going to be ordering a pair very soon. It really just couldn't be easier. Warby Parker's home try-on program is 100% free and so easy. When you find a pair of glasses you like, go to warbyparker.com slash tpw to order your favorite pair. They'll even call your doctor if you don't have your prescription handy. So they have it all set up on there when you go to make an order uh, about how to get your prescription to them so that they can make the glasses. So go to Warby, that's W-A-R-B-Y, warbyparker.com slash tpw to get started right now with a free home try-on. That's warbyparker.com slash tpw to find your perfect pair of glasses today. 
And by the way, after you head to warbyparker.com slash TPW and place your free home try-on order, make sure to go uh, to the iTunes app store if you've got a, a, an iPhone and download the Warby Parker app. They built this awesome home try-on companion feature that allows you to quickly take photos wearing all the frames. So once you get them, get, the, get this app on your phone, uh, once you get them, you try on the frames, you can take a picture of yourself in this app, stitch it all into a video and easily share it with friends and family to let them help you choose a winner. So again, thanks to Warby Parker for joining the Productive Woman family uh, and for uh, the great service that they provide to those of us who wear glasses. All right. So we are talking about motivation in this episode. Um, January, which is, you know, this episode is coming out at the end of January. Uh, and January is traditionally a time for making resolutions, for setting big goals to pursue. We've even talked about it this month about resolutions and goals and, and thinking about what we want to accomplish this year. And tr- traditionally, uh, we start strong. Most of us start really strong in January with those goals and resolutions but kind of lose focus within a few weeks. There's a a cliche that I actually saw in operation a few years back uh, about how the gym is so full on January 2nd, you can't get one of the machines. But by January 25th or so, the gym's pretty empty and you can have whichever machine you want. Um, That's kind of cliche, but it's a cliche because it happens so routinely. Now, of course, this can happen any time of the year that we start a project with enthusiasm, but over time, that enthusiasm fades. So the question I wanted, I I started thinking about was, how can we re-energize ourselves, renew our motivation and regain momentum when all of that has started to fade so we can continue pursuing our goals energetically? So that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode. Well, you know me, I, I like to understand what words mean. We've talked about some of this before, but let's review a little bit. What is motivation? Uh, the dictionary definition I found uh, describe or defines motivation as the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way, or the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. And so motivation is why we do something. It is our desire or willingness to do something. And it often happens that we are very motivated when we first start out on a project or a task or a goal that we're pursuing, uh, but it fades over time. Why does that happen? Why do we lack motivation or why does it fade over time? And there's lots of reasons. And as as always is the case, I'm, I'll link to uh, several articles in the show notes that you can look at, uh, things that I consulted in kind of trying to gather my thoughts about this and understand why this happens and what we can do about it. Uh, sometimes a lot of the reasons why our, our motivation fades or why we're lacking motivation, that desire or willingness to do something uh, at any given time, a lot of the reasons are mindset type reasons. Maybe it's just boredom. 
maybe our routine has become too routine to where it's just boring. It doesn't, it doesn't inspire us to action. We're just kind of going through the motions. Sometimes it's the attractiveness of the new and novel. You know, we've started strong, but it got hard or, you know, it just got routine. And now we see this other thing that, oh, maybe I should go do that instead. And we feel a little less motivated to keep persevering in whatever we started out with. Or maybe the goal or the project we're pursuing just isn't enough of a stretch to keep us interested. In any event, for any of those reasons, maybe boredom is why we're lacking motivation. Maybe it's perfectionism. And I think a lot of us struggle with that. We've talked about this before, and I've had conversations with you, you know, in, in, in the Facebook group and in mastermind groups about how perfectionism maybe saps our motivation to do certain things. We talk ourselves out of trying because we're dissatisfied with our ability. We question our ability to produce um, the perfect result that we really want, or we are dissatisfied with the quality of what we're producing because we don't give ourselves the chance to learn and improve. And we kind of beat ourselves up when our first effort is not perfect. Uh, I, I was thinking about this recently because I'm a member of a mastermind group with some really amazing women uh, who are all published writers and just a really phenomenal women and very encouraging and smart. And I was talking with them at one of our recent meetings about my struggle to get my book proposal written. And one of them said, uh, I wrote this down because I, she was so right. She says, I want you, Laura, to write a really bad proposal. And she went on to explain she, she thought that my perfectionistic tendencies were holding me back because I couldn't find the exact right words for each section. And so I hesitate to put any words down. And so she gave me the assignment to write a really bad proposal because, and she's right about this. Once I get some words on the page, I can fix them, but you can't fix a blank page. You got to get words on the page. And so uh, I think a lot of times perfectionism saps our motivation and it, it, discourages us from even trying. And the third mindset type of reason why we may lack motivation is just general discouragement. Maybe you're not making the progress you had hoped to make, or you feel like you're doing it, but it's not making a difference. Nobody cares but you or, you know, any of those kind of things. So, you know, in thinking about that, the question then is, are your expectations realistic when you're feeling discouraged about the progress you're making? Did you have realistic expectations out of the gate? Did you maybe expect it to be easier than it is or to be finished faster or to make a bigger splash? Sometimes when we're suffering from discouragement that is making us feel less motivated, we need to t ask ourselves those questions. Were my expectations realistic or am I discouraging myself right out of trying? Maybe you're discouraged because you just need some help. Maybe there's this thing you want to accomplish, this thing you want to do, but you're, you're dancing around it. You're kind of walking around it, trying to figure out how to do it. And you just don't know how there's a piece of knowledge you need or a skill that you need in order to accomplish it. And 
you don't have that skill or you don't have that knowledge. So maybe you need some help uh, to overcome that discouragement by someone to teach you that skill or that knowledge that you need and get you back on the right track. Um, That was something that happened with me with a, a, a novel manuscript that I was working on a few years ago. I'd written a couple of chapters, but I just... I wasn't sure it was any good. I wasn't sure I was heading in the right direction. Wasn't sure where to go next. And I found uh, an author that I was acquainted with and took her out, uh, you know, got her uh, to go out to dinner with me and read through what I'd written so far and give me some advice on where to go next. And it made all the difference. And I was able then to proceed forward and finish it. So sometimes we're discouraged, we're unmotivated, we we think whenever because whenever we think about working on that project, uh, you know, we think, I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to get started. Whatever it is, I need some help. And getting that help can make all the difference in the world. So mindset reasons are a lot of, of why maybe we lack motivation or why our motivation fades over time. Uh, another reason may be our circumstances. Are your circumstances contributing to a lack of motivation? Are there people in your life who discourage you, who doubt your ability or don't like your idea or don't support you in what you're doing? Are you feeling isolated and without support because there's nobody around you? Or maybe, you know, you've just got a situation where you got uh, too much on your plate and it's hard to feel motivated to do this thing you really want to do because there are so many other things calling for your time and your energy and attention. And there are things we can do when that's the situation. But whether it's our mindset issues that are sapping our motivation or whether it's the circumstances we're in, there are things we can do to renew our motivation and get back on track pursuing that project or that goal that we want to do. So how can we do that? I kind of brainstormed some ideas and then I went out searching, uh, doing a little research to see what other people suggest. And so here are some thoughts that I had about what to do when your motivation is gone. Uh, And so the first thing I would say is, you know, if you're feeling just generally unmotivated, having a hard time doing anything, the first thing I would suggest is look at your health. Is there a physiological reason that you're feeling unmotivated? Are you not getting enough sleep? Are you um, not getting decent nutrition or not enough water? Because both of those things can contribute to physical fatigue that makes it hard to be motivated to do anything. Do you have an illness, either an acute one, even if it's just a cold or the flu or a chronic one like a thyroid condition or something else? Uh, I went through a period of time when I was younger Uh, it was a good year that I was just dragging through my days, could hardly feel motivated to do anything, barely could make it, you know, put one foot in front of the other. And, and I thought I was just getting old and, you know, and tired. Well, when I had my annual physical that year, and they did the blood work, it turned out I'm hypothyroid. And one of the consequences of that particular illness is uh, fatigue and depression and a lot of other things. And a little, you know, a little 
pill that the doctor prescribed that I take each day made a huge difference in my energy level, my frame of mind and everything else. So maybe there's an illness, again, either a a temporary acute kind of thing or a, a chronic condition that is affecting your motivation. I would encourage you if you're in that situation to schedule a physical with your doctor to rule out or treat any medical condition that might be affecting your energy level, your concentration, your ability to focus. If you are, you know, feeling depressed because that can affect motivation, talk with your doctor about that, get get the help that you need whether it's counseling or you know, just an encouraging word or medication to help you with that kind of condition. All those things affect our ability to do the things that we want and need to do to feel motivated, to have the motivation and the the energy to do what's important to us. So again, it, this if you're feeling just generally unmotivated and really just having a hard time staying focused and doing any of the things that you need to do, start with looking at your health and and see if there's something there that can be treated to help move you in the right direction. Most of what I'm talking about today, though, is uh, what and really what I was thinking about when I started working on this topic for an episode was when you're lacking motivation with respect to a particular goal or project or endeavor. And so if, you know, you're generally getting lots of stuff done and you have energy, but there's just this one goal you set for yourself or a project that you want to do or that you need to do for work or for home or whatever, and you're just not, you're not feeling it. You know what I mean? Um, There are a number of things we can do. And the first Maybe the first thing is to ask yourself uh, to to evaluate that goal or that endeavor. Is it the wrong goal or the wrong time to be pursuing that project? Now, I always have to, we have to be careful here because I wouldn't say, I would say don't give up just because it's hard because everything has its hard times and we don't just give up when something is challenging. But if you're really struggling to be motivated, it makes sense to take a step back and evaluate whether you're pursuing the right endeavors for the right reasons. Is it a goal you set for yourself because you thought you ought to? Is it a project you undertook because you didn't want to say no to somebody? And, and you know, all of those kind of things. And we've talked in the past episodes uh, in several past episodes about knowing when to quit, when to let go. So check out episode 56 on knowing when to quit, uh, episode 151 about letting go of a goal, and especially episode 195, when you feel like quitting. So th- that's kind of another take on some of the things we're talking about here. And in episode 195, we talk about kind of some steps to do to get some rest, to reevaluate, to relate, that is talk to somebody else. And some of the other steps you can take when you feel like quitting and you're not sure you want to, you know, you're lacking motivation, you're not sure whether you should continue on. So I encourage you to check out those episodes. If there's a particular project that you're having trouble staying motivated to take action on. But 
assuming you've done that and assuming that it's not the wrong endeavor, it's not the wrong project for you, it is something you really want and or need to continue pursuing, what are some things you can do to reignite your motivation? And these are some of the things that I want to try in a couple of cases for myself. Uh, They've helped me or I think they'll help me. And I'd love to know your thoughts on these. So in no particular order other than just how I thought of them. First thing I thought of is find a few people whose accomplishments you admire, okay, especially those who've overcome obstacles, and let them inspire you. One person that came to my mind is a young woman named Amberly Snyder. She is a, a young woman who was a competitive barrel racer you know, on horseback, and she was in a car accident that left her paralyzed from the waist down. And she determined to overcome that and get back in the saddle. And she is back still competing in barrel racing. All the things she did to overcome that, to set up a rig, kind of a homemade rig to keep her in the saddle since she can't use her legs to hold herself there. Uh, There's a couple of articles about that. And I'll link to those in the show show notes because they're so motivating, so inspiring. And you can find so many different examples of people of women, women and men who have overcome all kinds of obstacles, both internal and external to accomplish something that you admire them for. Find those people and, and remind yourself of those, those kinds of stories help me think about the fact that if they can accomplish what they have done with those obstacles to deal with, I can keep going those really help me kind of get going uh, to to remind myself of the kinds of things that people are able to accomplish. The, the human spirit is just amazing. And reading those kinds of stories or talking to those kinds of people can really be encouraging and inspiring and motivating. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes as well to a YouTube video that I watched. There's a young woman who I watch her videos from time to time. She goes by the name Love Meg in YouTube. And she does a lot of um, like cleaning videos and things like that. But she has a great video about kind of renewing your motivation when you've lost it. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You might want to watch that as well. So that's number one that I thought of. Find some people whose accomplishments you admire, especially those who've overcome obstacles, and let them inspire you. Number two is simply to practice managing your mind. We've talked before about how um, how we think determines how we feel. And so find ways to encourage yourself and to focus on the positive. Sometimes we can get into that uh, downward spiral. Maybe we got discouraged because the first thing we produced, our, our first results that we produced on this project or this goal weren't what we hoped to, they would be, you know, talking earlier about the discouragement and that sort of thing. And we can just turn that into a, a negative downward spiral of I'm never going to get it right. And, you know, you know, the things we say to ourselves that we would never say to another person. So we can learn to manage our mind, learn to con- to 
focus on the positive, to notice when we are talking ourselves out of doing things and learn how to turn that around. And maybe we can do that by reading motivational and positive materials or listening to them, collecting quotes that inspire you. That's something that's really helpful to me. And I'll, when I find a quote that really inspires me, whether it's uh, something from scripture or from a book or something I hear on TV, I'll write it down and post it on my computer or somewhere where I'll see it to remind me and encourage me and kind of, you know, kickstart my motivation a little bit. One thing I read recently that I thought was so good comes from an article called 10 Things to Remember When You've Lost Your Motivation. I thought this was so good. Something we need to remind ourselves, especially if we're feeling unmotivated because we're discouraged with how things are turning out. And this is what this article says. Effort is never wasted, even when it leads to disappointing results, for it always makes you stronger, more educated, and more experienced. So when the going gets tough, be patient and keep going. Just because you are struggling does not mean you are failing. Every great success requires some kind of struggle to get there. I love that. I want to say that again. I thought this was so good. Just because you are struggling does not mean you are failing. Just because it's not easy doesn't mean you can't do it. You know what I mean? Uh, This article goes on to say the next step is always worth taking. No matter what happens, no matter how far you seem to be away from where you want to be, never stop believing that you will make it. Have an unrelenting belief that things will work out, that the long road has a purpose, that the things you desire may not happen today, but they will happen. Practice patience. And remember, this article says that patience is not about waiting. It's the ability to keep a good attitude while working hard to make progress every day and knowing that this journey is worth it. I just love that so much. I, I, I hope you hear that. I, I'm, I'm going to quote this in the show notes and with the link to the article it came from. I want you to go and look at that. This is something worth writing down. And if you're feeling discouraged and that's taking away your motivation to pursue because you just don't think it's possible to accomplish this thing you want to do, this is something worth remembering. Just because you're struggling does not mean you are failing. Okay. Love that so much. Learning to manage your mind, find things like that, that inspire you and motivate you to try again or, or to keep going at it. Uh, Those will help move you forward and reignite your motivation to do the things that you want or need to do. The third idea I had was to create a playlist of music or maybe podcasts that get you pumped and ready to go. For me, certain music helps keep me going when I run. So I have a playlist on my, you know, in my iTunes thing of songs that just get me kind of wanting to move that listening to them helps me keep going because I'm going to admit y'all, I don't like to run. I like to have run. Uh, You know, I don't necessarily enjoy it while I'm doing it. It's not easy for me. I'm a woman of a certain, you know, certain age, and I have bad hips from a birth defect when I was born. And so I never have that moment of fluidity when I run. I look funny when I run, and it's hard work for me. But I always enjoy how I feel after I've done it. And so 
there are certain songs and a lot of it is, you know, for me, it's songs from back when I was a teenager in the seventies that just pumps me up and keeps me going when I feel like quitting. So I have those playlists. There are certain YouTube videos that motivate me to clean my house that I'll watch them and find myself pausing them to go clean, you know, mop the floor in my kitchen or something. I know that sounds silly, but whatever works, right? Uh, there are certain podcasts that I've listened to that motivate me to take action when I've been feeling overwhelmed or discouraged or even just tired. I've talked to you before about Brooke Castillo's uh, podcast, the Life Coach School podcast, and some of the work that she's done around uh, managing your thinking. And she just has some great stuff there that when I'm feeling discouraged or overwhelmed, I can listen to pretty much any episode she's done, and it gets me fired up again, and motivated to take some action. So Find those things that help motivate you, create those playlists, and listen to those um, when you need to get motivated. Number four, and maybe this should have been number one, remind yourself of your why. Why are you doing this thing? Why did you decide to do this? Did you write it down? We've talked before about how helpful it can be that when we set a goal, part of setting it down and writing that goal down is to write down why we're doing it. And remembering that why, pulling it out and looking at that, read it out loud to yourself, post it where you can see it, that often can renew our motivation and get us going. Uh, one thing in terms of what your why is, one writer that I read suggested something that I thought was really, really good and very thought provoking. This writer suggests think beyond yourself. Motivation only lasts so long, this writer says, when we fo we're focused solely on ourselves. Think about how your mission will help others and you'll tap into a new well of motivation. I know you're the kind of person who likes to help other people, who wants to make the world better for other people. And if you can find that piece, how is uh, this project that you're doing or this goal that you've set going to benefit other people, that will often help reignite, renew your motivation to get started. Uh, number five, is plan a reward for yourself. Sometimes we need a little bit of a, you know, carrot in front of us. So what's something you can reward yourself with when you take some action towards this goal or on this project? Whatever it is that would be a reward to you. Maybe you schedule a massage for yourself after you've worked out, you know, five days in a row. Maybe it's a Starbucks treat that you want, or maybe something bigger like a vacation that you're going to plan for yourself. Something as small as lunch with a good friend and, and a good chat. Maybe it's you'll reward yourself with a new tool or some new supplies for your project. Sometimes that will get us fired up and motivated. If we're working with inadequate tools and supplies, it makes it hard to feel motivated to do our job. So go out and get the stuff that you need. But something that's meaningful to you, something you can look forward to may help renew your motivation for this project or this goal that you've set for yourself. 
Number six, surround yourself with people who are excited and enthusiastic, especially if part of what's sapping your motivation is you just don't, you're not finding any support in the people closest to you. Uh, They don't believe in you. They don't believe in the project that you're doing or the goal you're pursuing, you know, whatever that may be, find yourself some people who will support you, who are excited and enthusiastic. Maybe you do that by attending a relevant conference. Uh, I always get psyched up when I attend a writer's conference and it makes me want to write more and write better. Uh, So maybe there's a conference relevant to whatever the project is you're working on or the goal that you're pursuing. Maybe you want to join a group or a club, um, either local, you know, in person or online of people who are doing something similar to what you're trying to do. And you can encourage and support each other. Maybe you want to find or form a mastermind group. We've talked about this before. Put a group, small group together, a few like-minded people who will inspire and encourage you and you can do the same for them. Hold each other accountable. They'll help you brainstorm solutions to the obstacles you're facing. I cannot overstate the importance of having someone to hold you accountable when you are um, struggling to make progress and take action toward a goal that you've set for yourself or a project you want to complete. There's something in us that when we know somebody's going to ask us, Hey, Laura, uh, did you do this thing that you said you were going to do? Have you written any uh, pages this week? Have you, did you work out this week? Whatever the goal is, knowing somebody is going to hold you accountable, who's going to ask you about it. And I don't mean beat you up about it, but just checking in with you. Um, that, that will often motivate us to take action uh, just so we can report back positively. So consider that, uh, you know, we've got some TPW mastermind groups going now and, uh, the results in those have always been so inspiring to me. I, you know, I facilitate these groups, but I learn as much from these women as they, as anybody learns from me and watching them encourage each other and support each other and hold each other accountable is just an amazing thing. And I encourage you to find something like that, uh, for yourself. You can have a professionally facilitated mastermind group or just find three or four friends, people either in person or online who will meet with you regularly and hold each other accountable, brainstorm those solutions. If you have questions about how to set that up for yourself, shoot me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I'm be happy to share some ideas about how you could put a small group together yourself for this purpose. Surrounding yourself with people like that who are enthusiastic and who are going to support and encourage you can make all the difference in accomplishing the things you want to do and making you feel motivated again. If you don't want a large group, maybe you want to find an accountability partner, someone you can share your goal with and then report into regularly on your progress. Same as, as a group, you know, mastermind group or a club or whatever, knowing that we're going to check in and they're going to ask you how you're doing can really motivate us to keep going. And that can be a friend or, or somebody else who's pursuing a similar goal to yours, someone who knows you well, that you can share that accountability with each other. I know people that have uh, a friend that they text their 
top two goals for the day to each morning. They text each other. And then at the end of the day, they check back in and, and report how they did. Now, if you, if you don't want to do somebody that you know well, maybe you want someone who doesn't have a kind of a personal uh, connection to you. Maybe you want uh, to find a coach, uh, whether, and if you want a business coach or, you know, whatever, um, I mean, I love working with people one-on-one doing productivity coaching. If that's what you're looking for, feel free to visit the uh, work with me page on the website and uh, see about productivity coaching that we do there. But if that's not what you're looking for, if you, you think a coach might help you shoot me an email, I'd be happy to point you in the direction of somebody who maybe would be a, a good fit for you. You know, for me, I always think in terms of a couple of things. I've had uh, paid a coach in the past to help kind of get me focused and motivated on certain business goals that I had. And it was hugely beneficial. Similarly, I have worked with a personal trainer in the past that really helped me stay motivated to achieve my fitness goals. So those kinds of things can make a huge difference. And I encourage you to check into that if you think that might be helpful in keeping you motivated. So those are some thoughts that I had on things that we can do to renew our motivation. Find a few people whose accomplishments you admire and let them inspire you. Manage your mind, learn to think more positively and encourage yourself. Create that playlist of music or podcasts that gets you psyched up and ready to go. Remind yourself of your why. Plan a reward for yourself. Surround yourself with people who are excited and enthusiastic or find an accountability partner. Those are some of the things I thought of. But what do you think? Are you still feeling at this, you know, this time of the year, motivated on a day-to-day basis to pursue your goals and make a life that matters? How are you keeping yourself motivated? Or is there an area that you're struggling with? I'd love to hear from you about this. You can, as always, share your thoughts, your questions, your ideas about this topic in the comments section of the show notes for this episode. And you'll find those at theproductivewoman.com slash 227. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. Just search for the Productive Woman on Facebook and you'll find the page. Uh, Or if you're a, a woman who listens to this podcast and you are a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, then you know we have such great conversations going on in there. Post a comment or question in there and let's talk about it. If you want to share your thoughts with me privately, you can always email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Before we go, just a quick word about our sponsor, FreshBooks. Those of us who are freelancers, entrepreneurs, and small business owners know how important it is to make smart decisions for our businesses and how absolutely essential it is to get paid timely and to keep track of our finances. And that's especially important for those of us in the United States now as we're heading into tax season. Well, our friends at FreshBooks are there to come alongside us with an invoicing and accounting software that is designed specifically for entrepreneurs and small business owners. It's simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you organized and ready to go. Uh, FreshBooks lets you create and send customized, professional-looking invoices in, you know, 30 seconds. 
And these are invoices that let your customers or clients pay you right from that invoice in their email inbox. So you get paid as much as two times faster because it's so easy for them to pay. And FreshBooks users have clients all over the world. So FreshBooks lets you send invoices in the currency your clients use, which makes the hassle of currency conversion a thing of the past. FreshBooks makes filing and tracking your expenses so quick and easy and lets you keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you always have the tools you need when you need them without having to become an accounting specialist. Join me and the 24 million other people who have used FreshBooks. You can try it free for 30 days with no catch, no credit card required. Just put it through its paces and see if it's right for you. Just go to freshbooks.com slash woman and enter the productive woman in the, sh- the how did you hear about us section to get started. Um, love FreshBooks. I've been using it for several years and I can highly recommend it. Uh, and then also if you wear eyeglasses or if you need prescription sunglasses, be sure to visit warbyparker.com slash TPW. That's Warby, W-A-R-B-Y, warbyparker.com slash TPW to start your free home try-on of up to five different frames. And let me know what you think, um, you know, make it it's so easy and I love it so much I hope that you'll give it a shot and thank you so much to Warby Parker and FreshBooks for supporting The Productive Woman and that my friends is it for this episode of The Productive Woman as always I am grateful to you for spending this time with me I hope you found something in this episode that's helpful to you that encouraged you that gave you an idea of of an action that you can take today to make your life better I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.